Hey, it's Melissa. You know, a little help goes a long way when you're rebuilding your life after the death of your spouse. That's why we've put together some amazing free resources just for you. They're packed with guidance and the answers you've been looking for. So let's begin this journey of renewal together. Head over to widowsquad.com, click on freebies, and unlock these powerful tools. Your journey to a brighter future begins here. Now let's get back to the show. You are listening to the Widow Squad podcast, the show that helps widows create a fulfilling life after loss. Join hosts Jen Zwink, Kim Murray, and Melissa Pierce as they share expert tips, resources, and advice to help you get a grip on your grief and learn how to thrive. If you're a widow, this is where you want to be. Hi, it's Jen. Before we dive into today's episode, we'd like to tell you about our free guide, How to Have a Better Relationship with Grief. Grief is hard work. It takes more energy than you've ever imagined. And working through the range of emotions when it comes to widowhood is exhausting. And that's why we want to share with you this amazing free resource to help bring some much-needed peace to your life. Go to widowsquadpodcast.com and click on free resources for this in-depth guide on how to have a better relationship with grief. That's widowsquadpodcast.com free resources. Now, time for the show. Hi, welcome to the Widow Squad podcast, a show that helps widows learn and grow as they create life on their own terms. I'm Melissa Pierce, and I'm here with my Widow Squad co-founders, Jen Zwink and Kim Murray. So on today's show, we're going to talk all about wedding rings because we get asked that a lot. And that is something that comes up a lot for widows. What to do with your wedding ring? When should I take it off? Should I take it off? What do I do if I start dating? There's all kinds of things around this. So thought we'd cover this topic today. So Jen, I know you're remarried. Can you tell us a little bit about your wedding ring? What's that like for you? Where is it right now? Yes. This is such a juicy topic, right? I mean, we get asked this question so many times because there's so many emotions involved in it, right? It's just a ring, but it means so much. It's your marriage. Um, So for me, I still have my ring. Um, But for me, my journey through that was, um, I guess, a little bit different. I guess, you know, at first I I took it off right away. Um, I think probably within the first couple of weeks, because I was like, this is part of my identity, right? And it's not who I am anymore. And so I guess I was trying to just rationalize everything that was happening and, um, and find my place. Who am I? Right. So I took the ring off a couple weeks later, I put it back on and this happens a lot. I mean, we go Mm -hmm. back and forth, right? Like it's these, uh, highs and lows and mixed feelings. And you don't know, you don't know what's going to feel right. Um, it feels so weird when you take it off and you're, I found myself like always doing this. Like I was, I spin my ring, (laughs) my hand. And so the fact that it's not there, it it felt that felt off and that felt wrong to me. So then I put it back on and then that doesn't feel right either. So there's no, there's no right answer to it. Right. It's, it kind of goes day to day and how you feel. Um, but a big thing for me was uh, three months after 
Brent was killed, I decided that I was going to take, I guess you want to call it a grief sabbatical, um, take some time away mm -hmm. to figure out who I was and to process everything that had happened. Um, and my decision was to move from the United States to a small island in the Caribbean. And I knew that my time there was going to be spent swimming, spent on a beach, not so much in my, in my room. Um, and I didn't, I never ever wear my ring to the beach because I don't like the feel of the sand. I also don't want my ring to come off in the pool. I never ever have worn it in a beach situation. Mm -hmm. So when I left, um, I kept it locked up in my house and I put it there and it was for that reason, I didn't want to bring it. I didn't want to bring it with me on that journey. I didn't want to bring it to the beach. I didn't want to lose it because that would have been terrible. Um, so three months, it was like the three month mark was when I left and, um, and I left it, I left it at home and I just, you know, kind of, I don't know. I, I was trying to move forward without, um, having that reminder, mm -hmm. you know, um, and that was helpful for me to not even have it around yeah. as an option, but, um, did it give you yeah. some anonymity because you're in a place where nobody probably knows you and they don't know your status because right. you don't have your ring? Was that, was that part of it? Yeah. I was stepping into a new situation and a new environment and nobody knew who I was. And yeah, it was a good starting point for this new life. So yeah, it was not easy. Right. You know, none of this is easy and everybody's situation is different. So, um, that was mine. That was my mm -hmm. story. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. What about you, Melissa? Um, so I, I don't wear a ring now and I'm remarried. I, I never really liked wearing rings, but I, I did when Dave and I were married and when he died, he died so suddenly I was so shock I was in a state of shock I just kind of stopped eating like I couldn't mm. even produce saliva to eat I mean I think my body was just in such a state of shock so I just stopped eating and I lost weight really really quickly and um, I remember I don't even know it was might have been a month or two after Dave died and I'm getting dressed or whatever and I have the ring on and it just kind of slips off my finger uh, and it's on it's on the floor and I'm looking at it like, wow, this really means something, you know, like it's yes. like this big zero, you know, on the floor. Oh. And I, you know, I picked it up and I thought about putting it back on, but I didn't because I was still, I was okay. I was in shock and I was also angry. I didn't oh, no. feel married anymore. I didn't mm -hmm. feel like I had a partner anymore I was on my own and solo parenting our kids and I was just like I am not feeling this I mean I could have got it resized and done all that stuff but I'm like I just no and so I I put it away 
I still have it. You know, I have his ring and my ring in a little box, little jewelry box in my top dresser drawer. But, um, and I used to like months after that, I used to kind of bring it up because it's really pretty and I, and I did like it. Um, and I would put it on and just kind of, you know, mm, you know, look at me, yeah. but it just didn't feel like, you know, I still feel connected to him, but I just, I feel like, again, like you, Jen, I'm, who am I now I'm trying to figure mm-hmm. out, you know, I'm alone now. I'm a solo parent. I'm, I'm Melissa. I'm not part of Dave anymore. Who am I? And this ring represented the partnership and I don't know. It was, it was really kind of shocking to me to um, just kind of, I, I remember just hesitating, like just seeing that ring on the floor, like, wow, this is, this is a sign. Right. Like that is like a that. sign. Yes. That sounds yeah. like a sign. That yeah. sounds like a sign. Yeah. So, and you know, I've moved through my emotions of anger and, and abandonment, of course, and, and all that. He didn't choose to 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 die he just did you know so um but we did I did I do remember one of his friends I went out to a a restaurant with you know our group of friends and I didn't have my ring on and I remember one of Dave's friends looking at my hand like Ah. just kind of staring at it and I'm and I was really because I was kind of self-conscious about it and thinking like oh what are people going to think they think I didn't love him or I didn't you know all the the nonsense going on yeah And he didn't, you know, he didn't, nobody said anything, but I just remember him just kind of staring at it and kind of looking at me and not really judgmental, but just noticing and just not wanting to say anything. Oh, but you felt that stare. I did. I totally felt it. And so it did feel, you know, people are curious. Yeah. So I felt a little vulnerable and naked for lack of a better word, better word, but uh, yeah. And it's really, honestly, just if I could give any advice, because we do get asked that a lot um you know all three of us have been asked that and you know what do you do and what's the timing it's really your own timing and it's nobody else's business what you do with your ring it's really your gut telling you either I want to wear this for the rest of my life and that's okay or I want to wear this for six months or maybe I want to make it into another piece of jewelry or whatever I've toyed with that but yeah that is it's really your own choice and it's nobody else's business and they shouldn't be saying anything about no. what you do with your, with your no. wedding ring. Yeah. yeah. Or switching it to your other hand. Sure. That's also that's a, a lot of, pe- a lot of people do that. Yeah. yeah. That's like, here's this step. Let's switch to this. This yeah. is the next right. step. And then the next yeah. step is to just not wear it or turn it into something else. Yeah. 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 Baby yeah. steps. Baby steps. Yeah. Yes. Whatever feels good <laughs> for you, you know, whatever feels good for you. Hey there, it's Melissa. If you're a widow who's consumed with loneliness after your partner's death, we get it. That's why you'll want to watch our free presentation, Kicking Loneliness to the Curb, where we share some widow wisdom about managing one of the worst parts of losing a spouse. Go to widowsquadpodcast.com, click on free resources for practical tips, personal insight, and encouragement on dealing with the loneliness beast. That's widowsquadpodcast.com, click on free resources. Now, let's get back to the show. But how about you, Kim? Well, I stopped wearing my ring pretty quickly, but so the difference for me was that I knew my husband was going to die. So you both had the shocking instant, you know, mm-hmm. notification. I had 12 months 
of knowing he was going to die. We just didn't know when. So he had a, he had a brain tumor, so he had terminal brain cancer. So I knew he was going to die. Um, and you know, I'm a planner. So this whole time I'm planning what I'm going to do with my ring, because I know mm-hmm. I'm not going to wear it. I'm, you know, a very practical, literal person. So if I'm not married, I'm not wearing a wedding ring. So I'm thinking to myself, how am I going to do this? And about, I don't know, six months after he was diagnosed, he decided we needed to go buy an anniversary band for me to wear when he was gone. And I knew in my mind that I probably was not going to wear that ring after he died, but I did not tell him that. Yeah, because it was important to him. It was important to him. You do not tell a dying man no for for anything. So we go buy this, you know, kind of expensive ring that that sounds silly the whole time I'm thinking, oh my God, we shouldn't do this. But I never said anything to him. I'm like, we'll do whatever he wants to do. So we did. So we bought the ring. So I'm thinking, what am I going to do with the anniversary band? What am I going to do with my wedding ring? Right. So I kind of knew what I wanted to do. So shortly after he died, I did have my, my diamond and my wedding band um, transferred to a necklace. So I did have a necklace made out of that. And my, in my mind, I'm saying to myself, that was totally worth it and the right thing to do because um, the necklace was closer to my heart. So his diamond was closer to my heart. Mm-hmm. So that was my own rationalization and my own you know, way of handling it. I knew that's what I was going to do. So the band I kept and just put my birthstone in it. So mm-hmm. I still have the band and I can wear the ring and I've got the diamond around, you know, the necklace. So the anniversary okay. band, um, I didn't know what to do with because again, I'm, you know, kind of like thinking like you girls and like Melissa said, um, I don't, I don't feel married. I'm not married. I mean, I know some people think that and they wear their rings forever and ever, and that is totally, totally fine. I get it. And they say, I'm never taking it off. And I understand that completely. So as we've mentioned multiple times, it is completely up to you to decide what makes you feel the best. So I did wear the anniversary band for a little bit, um, more so out of guilt, I think, because he wanted me to wear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've talked, you know, before about needing permission to do things and you don't need anybody else's permission to do anything that you want to do. Um, so even though he thought I would be wearing that forever and ever, it's okay that I decided to stop wearing it, the anniversary band also. So I did stop doing that. I still have it. It's still in my drawer back. So I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do with it, if anything. But um, I did not wear it all the time. Once in a while, I would slip it on if I needed a little extra support or protection mm-hmm. in a specific situation. Oh, so yeah. When yeah. I was going somewhere and I thought, I think I'm going to take Mark with me um, yeah. today or I'm going to whatever. I would throw it on. And I and I did that for several years. So Okay. And I, was, I got remarried too. And so, mm-hmm. um, but that was just last year. But prior to that, once in a while, I would put the wedding band or the anniversary band on. And my now husband, Tom would say, um, so how come you're wearing, it, it, never in a bad way or anything, but just mm-hmm. curious, how come you're wearing your anniversary band? And I said, cause I need a little extra protection today. I need a little, a little extra support today Yeah. for whatever it was. Yeah. I was doing. yeah. So that was it. I would just, um, I, I haven't done that in probably, um, I don't know, it's been several years since I yeah. put the anniversary band back on, but we can get ourselves into all kinds of trouble thinking about guilt and what would he do and what should I do? What would he think if I did this? And it's, mm-hmm. 
it's normal. We've all done it, but not necessary. Yeah. You get to decide what's best for you mm-hmm. yeah. all the time, right? Yeah. You, you, you go on living your life. And so, you know, if we tried to make every decision based on what our dead spouse would do or, or think, um, you know, we'd be carrying guilt around for probably a really long time. So I don't think it's necessary or productive. Um, we get to do what we want to do, what makes us feel best. Yeah. And I, and I know too, like some people, they do put a time on it and they say, okay, at three months, I'm going to take it off or at six months. And that gives you a sense of control. Like mm-hmm. Kim, we mm-hmm. talked about this before. It's like, you feel like your world is just upside down. You have no control over anything that is happening. This is something that you can control. Absolutely. And so you pick a date. And you say, maybe it's like on his birthday or on your birthday or whatever date it is in in the future, you pick that date and you say, okay, that's the day that I'm going to move this. Or that's the day that I'm going to put, put this in this beautiful little box that I have designated for this specific thing. And you have that sense of control. When you have a ring on your finger, then people assume you're married or partnered, right? So the struggle that I had in the beginning too was my biggest thing was I did not want people to think that I was divorced. So without a ring, people assume you are not married. And a lot of people assume it's because you got divorced. Mm. So why that is, I have no idea, but it's just, it is, it's just a thing. So in the beginning, I struggled with, hmm, how am I going to do this? Because I don't want to have people think that about me. Not that it matters, not that it matters, but it does, but whatever, (laughs) we're human. Right. So, so we've talked about this before too. So I would just, um, out of the gate, tell people I was widowed so that we would bypass that, that assumption. Of right. Being, In case you have any questions correct. about, about I'm not this. wearing a ring. Yeah. Yeah. I was not divorced. I'm widowed. But anyway, I would just leave yeah. with that. I'm a widow. And so that, <laughs> that solved that problem. But I don't know why people assume if you're not wearing a ring, you're well, if you have kids, they know you're probably have been married before, but they think you're divorced. The widow, because yes. we're young, the widow part never, young, yes. never comes to assume your spouse died. They assume you, you know, your marriage crashed and burned. It yes. did not crash and burn. Mm-hmm. So I yes. don't want anyone to ever think that is what happened. So that's the other struggle when you're not wearing a ring. So when I did put the anniversary band on, maybe I went out with my girlfriend. Maybe we went to have dinner. Maybe we were sitting at the bar having a drink. I would put that ring on because I didn't mm. want to deal with, I'm not saying I get mm. hit on at the bar all the time. So I'm not like, I'm, that's not what I'm saying. But oh, just, come on, you know, Kim. I mean, I don't, <laughs> but I'm just, you know, there was always that protection that I had with the ring so that there would be no doubt. Yeah. But at some point you got to deal with that kind of stuff. Anyway, if you take the ring off, you got to deal with that. So mm-hmm. another thing, yeah. that, you know, people probably waffle on a little bit is how to handle that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's another struggle. Another yeah. struggle. Well, so let's throw it out there. So you know, because there's widows listening to our podcast, and they have this question in their mind. Well, when, when, when should I take it off? What should I do? Can you give me a piece of advice on you know what what should I do? Do what you what feels comfortable to you, right? right. I mean, like the the whole control thing too. We try to control our environment as much as we can because everything is you know out of control. Um, but we also want other people's permission. So I think that question is just asking someone else's permission to do right. what you know you want to do. Yeah. We don't need anybody else's permission. So, but I, I say that sometimes in my blog posts or if I'm talking to other widows, I'll be like, if you need me to give you permission, I will. You may take your ring off. 
but you don't need anybody else's permission. <laughs> so I'm just saying, that's what I think we're asking at that point. Right. Validation that our decision is okay. Yeah. Your decision's okay, whatever right. you decide. Or is it normal? Is what I'm doing or normal? normal? That was a big thing for me is like, is, is my feelings normal or my actions normal? And it's like, what's well, normal for me? Right. So I think if somebody asked me that, or I've been asked that, I would just ask them another question. Well, what do you think? Right. And then have them start thinking about, well, what do I think? Or how do you feel about it? You know, how do you feel? That's what I was about to say. Mm -hmm. Or how do you even feel today? Mm -hmm. How's it feeling today? Today, I feel like wearing my ring. If I wanted to go back and get that ring out of my joy box and put it on, I could. Yeah. Yeah. If you feel like that gives you comfort and that is going to be that extra support that you need for that day, if you're doing something challenging, put the ring on, you know, Yeah. If you feel like you're, you're kind of in this headspace of, you know, I'm not, I'm not feeling it today. Take it off. It's, it's all in how you're feeling and trusting how you feel and not worrying about what other people think. Not worrying. And, and the other big thing is you get to change your mind mm-hmm. at any time. So yeah. If you want to, if you want to put it back on, put it back on, put it back on, mm-hmm. take it off, take it off. You can change your mind every day. You can waffle back and mm-hmm. forth. It doesn't matter. So nothing's yeah. permanent. Your decisions yeah. aren't permanent. This has been a really, really good discussion. And I've actually learned something about my two friends here. Hey, it's Kim Murray. If you've been searching for a place to connect with like-minded widows, to build friendships, grow your confidence for doing hard things and inspire healing after loss, we invite you to join the Widow Squad community at widowsquad.com. The special widow membership is made up of widows just like you, learning how to move through grief in healthy, self-affirming ways to create a life to thrive in, and we're doing it together. Go to widowsquad.com to learn more. We hope that this episode of the Widow Squad podcast has left you feeling supported, encouraged, and empowered. Remember, you are not alone. And there is a community of widows ready to welcome you into the Widow Squad membership. And if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, take care of yourself. Hey, it's Melissa. If you've been searching for a place to connect with like-minded widows, to build friendships, grow your confidence for doing hard things, and inspire healing after loss, we invite you to join the Widow Squad community at widowsquad.com. This special widow membership is made up of widows just like you, learning how to move through grief in healthy, self-affirming ways to create a life to thrive in. And we're doing it together. Go to widowsquad.com to learn more.